You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's Curtains Up on another episode of West of Broadway, a celebration of musical theater in Los Angeles. Our radio host and theater enthusiast, Lara Scott, along with celebrity publicist and theater veteran, Will Armstrong. Lara, I'm so excited about today. I know. I'm so excited about every episode. I, I get know. to see you. And we get we have been booking some amazing guests lately. Yes. Thank you to everybody who's made this possible, by the way. it's uh, There's there's a lot of work that goes into kind of putting these together, and, and we appreciate everybody who's taken the time to call and everybody who has taken a moment to listen. And our goal has always been to really just build some community around these incredible shows and venues and performers and and get the inside story. Well, me coming from New York and thinking it was the end-all be-all for theater and then to come out here and to find out that there's black box theaters and major historical venues and just incredible talent coming through here and what a great opportunity to give voice to them and to celebrate them. Yeah, and it's been fun because a couple people that have done these amazing things are like, I've never done a podcast and I was nervous. Right? <laughs> Our little podcast. We're like, we're really nice. We promise we're celebrating everything. But this is really cool because we have someone on the podcast today that we've been fans of for a really long time. No, this is incredible. I'm really excited to speak with Adam Pascal, who you may know from Rent or from Aida or from any of the m- tons of Broadway um, plays and um, productions that he has done. But um He's currently here in L.A. performing The Music Man. Yes, in Thousand Oaks. So we're super excited to hear what that's been like working on a regional production like this. If he's still a rocker because he's performed with a lot of rock bands over the years. So uh, we're going to bring him in right now. Adam, may we bring you in with some applause? Of course. I, love that. I only I only make entrances on applause. We'll do it extra loud then. Woo, Adam <laughs> Adam, this is incredible. It, I, I feel like this um, podcast that we've created has been just this unfair way for me and Lara to basically say thank you to the, our idols that we like. We, last week we spoke with Betty Buckley. Before that, it was Ken Page. Oh, wonderful! Like, it is just and so to be on the phone talking to you is just. I just want to say I just want to say thank you so much for your contribution to musical theater and what you've done. You're such an inspiration. That's very kind of you to say. I appreciate that. (laughs) And that's the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But um, I was wondering, though, Adam, you are when I I think of you as like a quintessential New Yorker. How is L.A. treating you? Yeah. I mean, pretty good. You know, I mean, it's. I'm I'm a malcontent, so I don't love it out here. I don't love it in New York. I don't know where I would love it, um, but uh, but it's good. You know, my family loves it out here, so that's most important. My kids have grown up out here. We moved out here in '07, and uh, they've grown up out here. My wife has a very close knit group of friends, and so you know they're happy here. So I'm happy. Well, that's great. And for you to be doing the Music Man here for just nine days is crazy. People, if you're listening, you need oh, to I get know. tickets and go see this. But um. Uh, for those not familiar with the classic The Music Man, can you tell us a little bit about the story? 
Absolutely. So it takes place, I think, in the, in the early 1900s. Uh, I want to say like maybe 1918, somewhere around there. Um, and uh, it's about um, a, a guy named Harold Hill, my character, who's sort of like a grifter and a con man. And he goes from town to town conning people out of their money. And uh, he makes a stop, an unscheduled stop in this town called River City in Iowa. And basically what his scam is, is that he goes into these towns and he convinces these people that they need to form a, a marching band for their kids. And so he has them order all the instruments and all the, the uniforms and the instruction books and everything and they pay him and then uh but he doesn't know anything about music and so they they pay him for all this stuff and then he takes off and he skips town and so he comes to this town and he does his scam but um unbeknownst to him there's a, a woman there named uh, marion peru that he meets and he falls in love with her and uh he kind of has a you know he, he has a rebirth um, you know, if you will, by the end of the show. Uh, and he ends up, uh, you know, a changed man, all because of the love of, of a good woman. Aw, it sounds romantic and fun. I, I love this show. It is. I had the uh, the privilege of uh, working with Shirley Jones uh, years ago in the Broadway production of 42nd Street. And oh, I... fantastic. And it was amazing, and I and I got to tell her how much I loved her and what, she, what, her, what she did to inspire me. And also... Working with Robert Preston uh, in the film, who's just such an iconic. Did you take anything from his performance from the from the movie, or are you reconceptualizing it? Well, I mean, I, I think a little bit of both. I mean, I think you can't not watch that film and his performance and not be somewhat inspired by it in, in, to a certain degree. I sort of liken it to watching Tim Curry in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, I mean, it's like there's only so much reimagining you can do because they they've created such an iconic. Uh, interpretation of the character that you know you 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 can't help but absorb some of it, um, and uh, and so that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, but you know, because of who I am, what I sound like, what my voice sounds like, it, you know, it's going to be a, a new interpretation just for those reasons alone, you know. And that's really cool. I think you're such a great choice for this because a lot of people know you from Rent on the stage and on the screen, and now you're doing a really classic show like this. How is that yes. for you stepping into something that has such a, a rich history behind it? Well, that's that's really what drew me to it. And, you know, that's really what draws me to uh, anything that I'm uh, that I'm pursuing these days in terms of musical theaters, uh, you know, I'm very interested in much more traditional styles of musical. And you know, I've done the pop rock musicals, and that's not really what interests me anymore. I'm I'm you know I'm almost 25 years older <laughs> than I was when I did Rent, you know, and uh, you know I, I feel like I'm aging into roles and parts that are you know that were created uh in much more traditional musical styles um and so a show like this is just absolutely perfect for me and you know there's elements of comedy to it you know i've I've been really drawn to comedy since i did disaster on broadway and since Mm -hmm. i did something rotten you know so i'm very i'm very drawn to sort of more high energy comedic roles how would you um like tell me a little bit about the rest of the cast it's interesting. I've never done regional theater before, and I've never worked with non-equity actors. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it, there are there are certainly some equity actors in the show, but it's predominantly non-equity actors. And I was, you know, I was a little, uh, I was hesitant. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what to expect. But, you know, these folks just work so hard, and they're they're so talented, and you know, and they're doing such a great job. And I'm I'm thrilled to be part of this company. You know, they're just, uh, you know, it's it's almost like they have to work extra hard to prove themselves, and they're doing it. You're that's exactly right. The folks at Thousand Oaks uh, Civic Arts, um, they inspire the new generation, and you have to start somewhere. And what a dream to be non equity and be sharing the stage with Adam Pascal is just insane. <laughs> 
That's incredible. Well, I'm I'm honored to be here, and I'm <laughs> I'm I'm honored to be amongst these uh, these really talented men and women and boys and girls. They're terrific, and they're probably learning so much from you. Now, being as busy as you are, do you still have time to go out and rock out and play with the band? Well, again, as we, as I mentioned before about growing older, <laughs> um, I, I do I do go out very often and play live gigs. I do I do a co-headlining thing with Anthony Rapp where we go out and do stuff, oh, cool. and I have a show of my own that I go out and do. But it's all basically acoustic. You know, when I go out and do my own show, it's just me and my guitar. When I go out with Anthony, again, it's just me and my guitar, and he has a piano player. And you know, again, I grew up playing in rock bands. I grew up playing in the clubs of New York City, and. You know, I'm I'm too old for that now. You know, I just I have no interest in in trying to be heard over loud guitars and drums. And you know, I I need to sit down. <laughs> you know, I want I want the audience to sit down, and I want to sit down. That's my favorite way to do it. There is nothing wrong with that. Wasn't there an MTV yeah. Unplugged and Seated? Absolutely, I'm very much inspired by the MTV Unplugged thing. Just just you know, nice, quiet, acoustic music, and everybody just relaxing. Very, very cool. So the uh, the show is running from the 18th to the 27th, and tickets are available um, at fivestarstheatrical.com. Everyone, I just encourage you to take advantage of this and see this very short run of a very special musical with an incredibly talented Harold Hill. No, thank you, guys. It's, it's my pleasure to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. Thank you. And Adam, one last question. Where are you headed to next after you wrap The Music Man? Uh, well, I'm going to be around home for a while, um, and then I'm actually going to be teaching a course in musical theater at UCLA in, in the winter uh, semester. Yeah, very cool. Uh, professor is, Pascal. Yeah, which okay. is very professor. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm taking that name literally. Yeah. Um, and so uh, so I'm very excited about that. I'm really looking forward to it. I've been doing a lot of teaching around the country, doing master classes and stuff, and so. I'm, I'm looking forward to working with a group of kids on a sort of continual basis over the course of 10 weeks, and I think it's going to be great. How cool that you're going to get to inspire them, maybe see some of them taking the stage at some point. And it's kind of like a, a yeah. little teaser for that. Is there some advice or inspiration you could offer to somebody who is just kind of starting their journey in the musical theater world? Well, I always tell, because I the, the way that I came up, really without any kind of training at all, um, and kind of fell into doing musical theater. And, I, I, you know, I've learned, a tr- obviously, a tremendous amount in the years that I've been doing it. But I wish that I had a lot more. I, I wish I had come into this with a lot more skills in my tool belt. Um, and so I just I, I, I recommend to everybody who's getting into this to be as well-rounded and incorporate as many skills as they can, even skills that they're not particularly drawn to, uh, because you never know what you're going to need and you're never going to know what you're going to be asked to do. And you should always be prepared to do as many things as a director will ask you to do. So if you don't play an instrument, learn an instrument. If you don't tap, learn how learn basic tap. If you, you know, if you only do ballet, learn how to do hip hop. If you, you know what I mean? If you only sing opera, learn how to sing pop music. Like just, you know, expand everything, all of your capabilities so that you're as, as, as useful to a production as you can be. I could roller skate. Maybe there's a place for me, like the, <laughs> the singing roller skater. I, I mean, look, there's, there's Starlight Express. And yeah. Xanadu. And, and, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, I mean, you got two shows right there with roller skaters. Perfect. We will, we yes. will keep you busy, Lara. Yes. Well, Adam, <laughs> thank you. And best of luck to you with this show and teaching the course. And we can't wait to see what happens with you next. We'd love to have you back sometime. And we just appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Have Take a care. wonderful afternoon. Afternoon, Adam. Thank you so much. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay, I gushed a little too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, our show is a celebration of musical theater in Los Angeles, not a discussion or right. a review or anything like it that. We're celebrating. Yeah. No, I just it's 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 
kind of overwhelmed me all of a sudden that I hear I just to hear his voice because so iconic. When yeah. I was working on the SS Norway, and I remember my buddy Keith Vino, who's one of the dancers on the show, he's like, "I have the soundtrack to the new Rent musical," and we like listened to it, and I was upset because he's so. He had such a refreshing, like he said, Mm -hmm. he fell into it. And that's what's so beautiful about theater is it's like you can go to Carnegie Mellon and get a degree and be this incredibly talented, seasoned performer. Or you can just get ripped off of like, like off, like onto the stage and uh, just have this raw talent. Yes. It's just and you can there's there's room for everyone at the table, which is incredible. Yes. Raw is the perfect word that I was going to use to describe his talent. There's like an edginess to it, but Mm -hmm. he's still very polished. And he has that beautiful voice. I mean, he's been doing it for 25 years. Years. It's just like I mean, from um, from Rent to Radames to recently being in Pretty Woman, playing the um, the uh, Richard Gere role. Like I mean, I mean, this guy is a seasoned performer who came up by his bootstraps. Like yeah. he did it himself. I wonder if he feels like I feel because I fell into radio. I called a station at mm-hmm. seventeen on a dare from a friend, and then suddenly now I'm the veteran giving advice to people. I'm like, how did this happen? Well, yeah, I, I think it happens when you stop telling life what you want to do and just open up and let's say, okay, direct me, point me where mm-hmm. uh, my skills can best serve. Yes, like and it's just it's a it's a leap of faith, but sometimes like what we think we need and what th- we think is best for us, if um isn't always the path and just being open to just like what doors just open naturally and the path of least resistance. Maybe you should start an inspirational podcast, Will, because that was actually really beautiful <laughs> and so true. You're right. Instead of saying, I, you know, I've got to get this role or this has to happen, yeah. sometimes missing out on something could be a really great gift. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the house that you're not supposed to get burns down. That happened. True story <laughs> with my parents. I was telling Will about that before we started taping. We missed out on a house. We bought the house across the street. And just a few months later, the other house caught on fire. Yeah. So it's one of those things where yeah. that, that really taught me an important lesson in life that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, it's going to be okay. Yes. So actually, Will, you are going to get to go see Adam. Before we forgot to tell him that. Uh, you're going to be there on Friday. <laughs> Well, I gushed so, so much I was afraid to tell him I was coming because I, I didn't want to be like, oh, God, that there. psycho's going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really busy day, uh, a week, because um, the 17th I am seeing wait, Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley. her cabaret show at yeah, the Samuel Lee Theater. Oh, you're so good. And then the next day I'm seeing Adam Pascal. And then the next day it's my damn birthday. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. What are you going to do to celebrate? Um, I'm not sure. uh, I'm not sure. We'll see. Dinner. You're like seeing Betty Buckley and then Adam Pascal. Every day is a celebration, so it's like I don't really Yeah. Yeah, you you got a good life. Uh, Well, if you want to wish Will a very happy birthday, where can the people find you on social media? I am Will Armstrong PR on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And I am Lara Scott Media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're looking for us, you can find us just just west west of Broadway. Broadway.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.